This episode is proudly brought to you by EatMeTexas.com EatMeTexas.com This episode is proudly brought to you by The Landmark on Tower in Alamo, Texas. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the 956 ABV podcast. How's it going out there, guys? We got a special week here. We got a couple uh, special guests in the house. Yo, what's uh, I'll up? let them introduce themselves. What's up, guys? My name is Josh Morales and Robert Espericueta. Hey, shout out to you guys, man. Shout what's out to coming on? on. Thanks for having us, man. For sure, bro. Ready to try a couple beers? Hell yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> looking at it. Shit looks like coffee, bro. What the <laughs> Are you guys big beer drinkers? I like craft beer. Uh, I, I will try anything, man. I'll try anything, but I don't drink beer, man. <laughs> but that looks like motor oil right there, yeah, man. bro. Fucking motor oil. What we got, bro. It looks like it. It looks like motor oil, bro. Motor oil shit. out of my Jeep. <laughs> now, uh, again, good. we got a motherfucking astronaut apocalypse. Uh, Imperial Stout with coconut and uh, blah, 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 blah. yeah, man. Fast forward. Cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers. This is cheers, really bro. good, man. Yeah, yeah, this was really good. Yeah, dude. Who knew that? Turned out to be a, a really, really good beer. Yeah, this is about all I can have of this type of drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so damn twelve percent. I don't know, man. But it, it's yeah. so, yeah. What are, some like of, a, what are some of your favorite like? Uh, I like beer. I like the bombshells, the the blondes oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the lighter beers, uh, but uh, I'll have nice one of these blonde. during the holidays. Yeah, oh, this sure. is definitely a holiday, like, holiday beer. beer. Dude, holiday it, 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 it tastes like those white coconut uh, those popsicles. Right? Yeah, the yeah, palettas dude. you get from the with alcohol. With alcohol. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure, a yeah. shitload of alcohol. And it's, and it's the weirdest hey, thing because it's black. It's dark. It looks like an espresso shot with like a light brown mm-hmm. fizz on the top, and and everything else beneath it is just black. It's not and as like, thick as is, I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it's very like light. Yeah, or like you know, yeah. I know For stout, yeah, it's um, real nice, man. Because there's some stouts that I taste, good. and I'm like, whoa, dude, that is too much. <laughs> well, I, I kind of got that feeling with this one. Yeah. Whoa, that is too much. But yeah. but I don't I don't uh, I don't drink. You don't a drink. Lot. Yeah, I don't drink a lot. And, man. and these are beers that like. As they get like more room temperature, they taste better. Even oh, you know all right. I mean, like it's kind of like a wine. Like, oh. You know, like the more it breathes, like you know, like these like stouts because like these are beers that you can age. Mm-hmm. Like IPAs, you want to drink those fresh because if not, they get really bad. Uh, the fresher, the better with those. But these are something that like you know. Even when you're drinking them, just like, you know, like at a room temperature, like, you know, like it's like a breakfast. The flavor yeah. kind of changes and evolves a little bit the warmer it gets. Yeah. <laughs> do you like a uh, Guinness? I do, man. I do. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 used, I used to drink it a lot, but I it's something. 
I just stopped drinking it. <laughs> it just got too heavy, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, even you, you grab a bottle, it shit weighs like fucking yeah. weight. <laughs> it's, yeah. Apparently, it tastes like a uh, ashtray and fucking motor oil mixed together. From what? Well, I like Ziegenbach too is like also very dark beer, but like I'm not too big on that one. Yeah, like, that one's not that Ziegenbach, I could. Yeah, I'm a fan I'm, of that. I, I really did. I like Shiner, regular Shiner's Shiner Bach, good. Yeah, you know, but Ziegenbach, I was, I don't know. It had like a weird, like boozy. Kind of flavor at the end. Do you drink liquor? Yeah. Do you like uh, forward, like forward tasting liquor, alcoholic mm, drinks, like cocktails? I like, like a whiskey. I don't really drink. Cocktails. So you won't meet. You won't drink like a mixed drink or like I'll a drink cocktail a mixed drink. But like as far as a mixed drink goes, like I'm I'll get something like real like <laughs> extra, like a basic, like a <laughs> Mexican kind of like with like the watermelon and things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. That shit tastes good. With yeah, the oh, fuck yeah, that's like, good. That shit's that shit fire, but like. You can roll with that, but, uh, not, not. but, but I like like uh, like whiskey. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'll just if I'll mix it with anything. Sometimes it'll be like whiskey and water. Yeah, you know what I mean? like a good old fashioned is, yeah. is always a good old thing. old fashions are yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. If you find the right ones, there's some crap. Yeah, yeah man. Some of them, some yeah. people bartenders just don't know how to. Oh, dude, I don't. I noticed that right. once I was on at uh, in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and me and my uh, uncle went out, and you know I've been here, and I, there's a certain drink that I like. And I ordered it over there, and they did not make it how they do here, but they made it like legit. They were using like egg yolk, oh shit, all this shit. Yeah, it was a, it was a, a Deserono sour. Oh damn, okay. But they made it like I was like, what? And I tasted. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> With I was like, man, they've been making it wrong yeah, out here with Cali and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I like pre-made mixer. I was like, damn, this guy went out. I was like, oh shit, let me tip this guy. <laughs> <laughs> tip him more than the drink. Like, yeah, this shit. Nah, it, know, man, it, it was amazing. Was probably what, like, fifteen bucks. Probably like twelve bucks or something, thirteen bucks. Yeah, yeah ten to like fifteen is usually the yeah. the price range of those in big cities, man. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, sure. yeah, I have cousins in Dallas. When they come down, they're like, "Fuck!" Like when we go out, they'd be like, "Like back when I was like in my twenties, right?" Like uh, I used to DJ, so like my sister and like all my cousins would always like come out because I'd get them in, and I wouldn't pay their drinks out. Yeah. Like, hey, y'all gotta get your own <laughs> shit. Like, you know, I'll get y'all a nice little setup, but y'all fucking pay your shit. Like I didn't know how y'all are. Like, yeah, from what I hear, the RGV is inexpensive to drink, hang out, live. Well, I don't know, shit. Fucking inflation now yeah. is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Dude, who knows? It's, it. it's growing, man. So yeah. in a couple of years, you might. Shit ain't you know, cheap you, no more, man. How, how, how was y'all's New Year's? It was good, man. I I didn't do much. I hung out with my wife's cousin in uh, New Braunfels and. That's that's pretty much it with the kids. New Bronzeville, man, it's nice out there. Don't make it like in the rancho in Alton, Texas, con tronando cohetes. This madre. Yeah, yeah that's what we ended up doing here. Uh, um, my mom and sisters, and I had my daughter. So we we're just popping fireworks, and I had barbecued. Mm-hmm. Fucking fireworks were expensive though. This Crazy man, expensive. Out, man. I was like, they went up Emma, too. We're just gonna get one pack this year. One of them <laughs> big ones. That's it. Like, no more extra shit. Like, <laughs> so it was that noticeably expensive. Oh man, yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh, fuck yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. Matter of oh, fact, no bullshit. I bought a little packet. That's like shrink wrapped and it has a little yeah, variety yeah, yeah, for seventy five bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even Jeez. pop them fireworks. I got them sons of bitches in my garage. I'm, I'm gonna keep them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep them here. I'm a reminder that we don't do fireworks anymore. Nineteen year old and a twenty two year old. Those sons of bitches don't need to be popping <laughs> no fireworks. Next to it in a frame. Like, yeah, <laughs> until you That's can afford reminder, this by yeah. yourself. <laughs> if you can afford to light fucking seventy five bucks <laughs> off and just watch it blow up. Then you do that. 
<laughs> y'all buy your own fireworks now. Yeah, fireworks were crazy this year, man. I tripped out. Like, I, I had bought some at the big shop over here off uh, the expressway. Mm-hmm. And it was a little better there, but still, for a big pack like that, I think it was like fifty bucks. Damn! But for the little yeah, one, yeah, man, I'm for like, the little what ones. The fuck! I was like, yeah, dude. Right. Every time I my see my daughter's those... three, I'm like, she's good with that shit. Like, yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Every time I see those artillery shells go up, I was like, damn, that was like twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, there goes, yeah for real. Thank you, yeah. neighbor. <laughs> That's what we wound up doing, man. We hung out at the ranch. There's very little city lights and. At midnight, bro, in any direction you look, there was just a crazy fireworks display. Nice. So we just kind of yeah. let everybody around us entertain us. Entertain us, go to look out. Yeah, the kids yeah. weren't messing Man, with their I see videos shit, of, like, so. places where it's, like, like yeah, it's where it's just flat. Yeah. And then you just see all the freaking fireworks. Well, that's kind of the way it was awesome. over yeah. there. Yeah. Do you know what's that's crazy that. is the whole thing that happened with Mott's Cash and Carry, dude. dude. That, that oh, happened yeah. from that fireworks. From fireworks. That's what I was going to say. I thought I had seen something post up like that. I fucking knew it. Yeah, it's I had crazy man. about it. Uh, on I passed by it over here. Mm-hmm. I was like, and, um, there ain't nothing there no more, man. Uh, we were talking about it, and I said, I'll bet it was a fucking fire. Yeah, dude. Sad, man. Didn't, didn't you do that? Like, I got some, a drone some, video over, dude. There? Yeah, super cinematic stuff. And it, dude, it's so heartbreaking, man. Like, I yeah. worked there, that, like, and that's been there forever, yeah. dude. How long has that been there? Forever, dude. I don't even know, dude. I know I it's know, been there since I was small. I remember my dad, I remember my dad would take us because they would give like free hot dogs and stuff. Like, you know, when I was oh, smaller, they still give out free hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I gotta take. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I was like, I gotta well, take. Well, well, they, they, they got uh, two other locations, man. Yeah, 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 they yeah they'll, they'll, they'll be back. They'll yeah, be back. Nah, nah, the nah, insurance nah. better than ever, man. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Nah, yeah. but yeah, but I passed it, and it looks crazy, bro. Like straight up, like destruction. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty sad. The when whole I thing, bro. Yeah, I was like, fuck, man. Like, and then well, like I remember when I worked there, we would like you know go up on our breaks like where they had like the big barn doors like, mm-hmm. on the roof open like the attic or whatever we fucking go up there and like chief out and like <laughs> look at the expressway and like man it's so crazy i bet a lot of people oh, i'm sure that yeah, yeah i'm sure man yeah, yeah, that, that was a spot now, man <laughs> that was crazy. a spot Jeez. the right of passage man so if you worked crazy. there you had to go hang up i gotta come up and get these cabinets and come up here and fucking sir you've been gone like, an hour <laughs> <laughs> where's this guy at he's <laughs> like hey man i had to move all these other cabinets out of the way <laughs> fucking damn it Nah, dude. But uh, another uh, a, a big project that 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 you guys have been doing has been that uh, the collapse. Yes, how's oh, that yeah. been going, man? It's it's been a very interesting ride since uh, we started in February in 2021. It kind of just skyrocketed. It took off, man. Like it just blew up. Like, did you ever expect that? Hell no, dude. Mm-hmm. That's awesome though, because um, oh, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit of the? Yes, class? it started from a podcast. Uh, when when I met Robert, uh, I I went to his club. He owns a, a poker club, and I saw his memorability. He had the key to the city. He had uh-huh. the flags, and I asked him what that was about. And he uh, he told me a short story, and then we stopped chatting for a while and he'd call me back and send me a messenger. He's like, Hey, uh, I want to tell the story. If, it, if I don't do it by the 20th year, then I'm just going to hang it up and put it away and never talk about it again. I kind of blew him off. And then he reached out to me again. He's like, dude, just give me an hour of your time. And I, I sat there. Real and we, talk. Yeah. It's Cause he's busy, man. Like he says it blew me off, but, 
he's busy. And I know that now. Back yeah. then, I kind of took it personal. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but Man, now I, 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 I really, I really busy. Yeah. I like yeah. to stay busy. Yeah, dude, same busy. And, but, uh, and he blew me off. But yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> caved. We, we sat down for an hour and a half. He told me his whole story. I was mind boggled. And then from there, we just started chipping away and... Here we are with an award-winning documentary that Several both of us bro. Yeah, never man, thought crazy. that we would have surreal. next to our name. It's surreal, man. And it's a pretty crazy story, too. He was there right yeah, under man. where it collapsed. He helped yeah. save the only three survivors of that night. So Fishing under the under. So let's say that the, your listeners can't see this table, but let's say this, this table here next to us is the bridge. I tied up to the pillar, one of the pillars that was holding it up. And we fished under there for a while. Well, then I moved about 100 yards away from it. And 45 minutes to an hour later, the same pillar we were tied up to, boom, got hit by a barge. And the whole bridge, that section just came down 200 and some feet of highway, just hit the floor, hit the water, pass. And did it, you, were in, it was, you were in a boat, right? Yeah, I was in my boat, Locked man. Your- no, man, it did. we didn't feel, it was choppy to begin with. What tripped us out is that <clears throat> we heard like, um, and I use this description all the time because you hear it everywhere if you listen, like metal grinding or scratching concrete because the barge, those boats are made out of puro, puro metal. I mean, it's all metal. Yeah. And when it hit that pillar that's made of concrete, the corner dug into that barge and it just, and you could hear it loud and boom. And Fuck. just all of these, and we're out in the middle of nowhere, dude, in the Laguna Madre, and the bridge lights are out. You can't see shit. And finally, we start looking around, and we look at the bridge, and it looks like it's just raining, bro. Like, there's, it's raining on this one section of the bridge, and we're like, what? Was that thunder? Like, And then all of a sudden, dude, right through the rain, the first car comes off the bridge and cuts through the rain and goes right down into Laguna Madre, bro. But it wasn't rain, dude. When the, when the road hit the water, it splashed the water so high that the water was taking forever to come back down and it looked like rain so we were like what and then boom another car and that's when my cousin roland was like bro we got to go help and we thought we were being we thought we were under attack dude it happened three days or three and a half oh, days yeah, after 9 11 yeah dude. i remember that shit right so I was a like, lot of people were like the first thing was like hey this was an attack bro, attack bro, like for real that's you know what's, what's weird about that is is gauge uh gauge Davila, the one that comes out in the documentary the reporter, he tells yeah. us to this day or until the documentary came yeah. out and we started talking about it more people still thought it was a terrorist attack dude yeah there were people still in Puerto Isabel still thought and claimed that it was some sort of terrorist attack <laughs> it's yeah. crazy conspiracy there's i guess well, you so gotta man. understand man I don't know what that, the fuck they gotta say though man like, well dude after check this out after the bridge collapsed obviously there's a lawsuit well i was involved in the lawsuit as a class action lawsuit with the people who lost loved ones which were eight families eight people passed away uh the three survivors myself and the other three gentlemen that were with me so we all sued you know we all had had a case against this uh this accident and the company. Well, as soon as we settled, they put a gag order and put made us sign a non-disclosure agreement saying that we couldn't talk about it. We couldn't talk about what happened that night. We couldn't talk about how much money we got. Couldn't talk about who was at fault. So that's why people, some people never got clarification because 
you gotta remember back then there was no iphones i had a fucking flip yeah. phone dude like there wasn't mass communication via internet like we fucking had the me fucking yeah dude it was the word of mouth telling you hey dude they attacked the bridge like you know yes dude so we had all the dial-up bullshit man so nobody knew and when they made us sign that document saying that if we talked about it we would have to forfeit our money or what what settlement money we got back to them and we'd be liable for for prosecution nobody talked about it no more man everybody shut up and that's why some people never got clarification but crazy 20 years passed and i would see the reaction just the way you two guys are like tripping out over some and i just gave you guys just some of the broad details Mm -hmm. i see the way people would trip out over the story man be like fuck bro you're kidding me and be like yeah and this and this well, once people started listening to the podcast via YouTube and started commenting, like, holy shit, this should be a movie. You guys should make a documentary. Y'all should write a book, this, that, and just hundreds and hundreds and thousands of comments uh, about the story and about how we assembled it. That led Josh and I to say, fuck it, let's, let's do it ourselves, man. Nobody's got... Nobody out there is helping us, bro. Yeah. They, we went, we had a few offers. Yes, but they were And when it came down off. to it, they're like, all right, you ought to pay 60 grand. Or yeah. like, oh, hold on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. nah, yeah, man. I mean, it, it, you know, people don't know, of course, like, like you guys mm-hmm. say, like, nah, there's people that just jump on it, you know, that are like, yeah, dude, I'll do it or something, you know, like, but it, I mean, holding out for yourselves is, you know, better for you. And, you know, well, you know? it turned out to be better for us, man, because, um, <clears throat> We had never done this. We had never collaborated before. We had never worked together. Um, neither of us had ever done a, uh, definitely never done a documentary. But um, I think we both believed in the story. It was obvious that people wanted to know and listen to what, what we had to say. And after everybody who was bullshitting us in the industry telling us we're going to buy your life rights and we're going to do this and we're going to do that, and at the end of those conversations, it was always, okay, well, we're going to do all this for you, but we need a $50,000 check from you first. And we'd be like, you know what, man, to hell with this. And Josh one day said, Robert, let's just let's just try to do it ourselves, man, and, and, and let's just do it. You guys have, you like film, and you guys both film, or you guys? No, dude, this, this film, jack of all trades. edited, I don't know, I did everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did everything, man. I, I told the story uh, and, and wrote the, you know, wrote the screenplay and the sequence, and once I painted a good picture for, for Josh, he started calling me and saying, hey, Robert, we got to go get this shot. Hey, meet me here at 8.30 in the morning. We're driving to Port Aransas. And meet me here, and we've got to go to Port Isabel. And we got interviews, and we got this. And once we compiled all of B-roll footage, uh, audio, once we got with Greg and he did the soundtrack, Josh assembled everything, man, edited, and, um, and pieced it all together. And here we are now, man, with like 10 or 11 best featured documentaries, not throughout the United States, but throughout the world, because we've been recognized even in Rome, Italy, bro, mm-hmm. for this shit. Yeah. So you got two Latino guys from Rio Grande Valley impacting and and and, and putting our, our, our names and our heritage and, and our culture literally clear across the world, man, and on the other side of it, and, and being praised and given awards for it. And it just goes to show that you don't need cash and you don't need a bullshit investor that's going to take your money at the end of the day. And you don't, all you need is the right people, 
the motivation yeah, and the heart to follow through, man, regardless of the wife being like, you're going to go record again. <laughs> or your kids like, dad, I need the mic or I need this. or <laughs> Dude, no, we're going to do this. Yeah, and like when, we took it seriously. When we record here, my daughter will be here sometimes and she'll like, well, like, you know, yeah, obviously like, not right. But like, you know, she'll come in and like want to get on the mic. I'm like, Fine. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and, and so you can't let the people who don't believe in you. And I'm not saying that my family did, but there were, you know, some haters out there. And oh, yeah. And, doubt, and, like, and then sometimes they don't even know, like, doubters. they don't, yeah. they don't get what you're doing, you know, yeah, like, like they know? don't get what you do. Like this whole podcasting, like, you know, like my parents, like, like, what's that? What's a podcast? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what do you do? Like, yeah, what, like no. what do you do? Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, uh, you can't let all that stuff get in the way, man. Once Josh and I made the decision to commit to it, I'll never forget. Josh told me straight up, Robert, I want to do this. We're going to do this. There's no more fucking around. Like, yeah. we're going to do it. And I'm going to come in. I'm going to put my time. And so do you. You have to do it, too. And I could tell that he wasn't bullshit. And yeah. when I said, all right, man, whatever it takes, we'll do. Yeah, dude. And sure enough, bro, it took, you know, putting all every cent out of our own pocket, um, every shot. Yeah. You know, we worked through ourselves, you know, and he and he would fix. And and, and we shot we we shot six or seven different versions of this man and would scrap them because it was shit and yeah. we weren't happy and oh, yeah, so yeah. you just got to keep on man and and the way you guys are doing your podcast the way other people are out there working on their passions whether it's you know painting or flipping nfts or you know vlogging shit, that shit just do your shit man. Yeah, just <laughs> do your <laughs> no, shit yeah dude, josh uh, taught me that uh uh our friend uh nate uh nathan schiefelbein he uh he's a uh, a filmer and stuff, you know, and um, we have this project called Mothership, and it's a, a series, it's a sci-fi web series mm -hmm. that we did, uh, we went to film festivals, and we've gotten awards, I've gotten badass. awards for my music, stuff Ooh, like that, badass. like, best soundtrack for a sci-fi uh, uh, web series, and yeah. shit like that, man, so, like, I know the time, and I know, and it, everything was, like, out of pocket for us, mm -hmm. you know, and um, just going to film festivals, and seeing people watch your 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 stuff it's it's, uh, a, it, it's a trip it's it a trip is. it's a trip because yeah, we would be at film festivals you know like up like in dallas and stuff like that well they had like a viewing party uh-huh uh, screenings for and the stuff. first one right yeah like, dude for the first here, season like, it was pretty dope, yeah, it's nerve-wracking right watching people watch what you do my daughter was freshly born so i couldn't have fun it was like the first time i've ever done anything like that because um like you know like i've been making music and stuff and then my friend Nate was like, hey, I have this idea, sci-fi, I know you like sci-fi, I know your music's kind of like sci-fi-ish. I'm good, man. And, um, <laughs> and um, so we just ended up doing this project called uh, Mothership, and we filmed uh, our first season, and then we did an, another second season, which consisted of like... 15 minute short films with, with dialogue because our first season didn't have, didn't dialogue. have dialogue it was all music based that's mm -hmm. where we collabed and then the second one like oh let's try this but we ended up having a good run in some film festivals that's dude. And, ass, um, it's it was it was <coughs> a new thing for me to experience and once i experienced it i was like all right dude like this is awesome like I'm it's an evolution of your your art form yeah dude, that's, that's what I, mean, I love about it like i you know, like, growing up, I was always like, man... Or, like, when I started making music, I was like, dude, imagine making music for, like, this or something. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then, yeah. years later, I'm at a film festival watching a screening of our films with my music. And it's like, what? 
<laughs> Fuck, bro. Yeah, like, I don't know how I you spoke, were, but like, spoke that into existence, I'm, I'm in the back and pacing around back and forth. Like, oh, dude, yeah, was, dude, he looks like a caged lion. I was like, beers just watching. I was like, it looks like he's trying I to pick which one of the audience he's gonna eat. Bro. He's just walking back and forth. Nah, dude, but um, I've, I've, you know, I've been seeing all, all the good reviews and everything that you that you guys have been. Uh, yeah, getting and shit yeah, like that, dude. It's, it's fucking, it's awesome, dude. It seems like a like a super super good film, and all these awards, especially like you know, going out to like you said, Hollywood, states, yeah, all that shit. Hollywood was fun, man. Yeah, man they they treated us really well, really really well, That's bro. Dope. It was cool, man. It was it, a cool thing to experience. Every every bit of it, man. From the first time Josh and I sat in front of mics like we're doing right now, and I told the story, to today sitting again in front of mics talking about the documentary that that day brought us to it's 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 crazy bro it's the like, process yeah man the whole process has been fucking amazing dude like i can't explain it to you the shit that we have done with the shoestring budget has brought people to tears people are watching the documentary just tripping over how we did it and and it's just us man and i say that lightly because just us with josh's credibility and stats is a lot so yeah i was already ahead of the game but i saw how we struggled and and i saw what it takes we struggled quite a bit yeah man and, and <laughs> it was not easy dude yeah bro and it, it, it's it's like when you meet the right woman bro and it's badass and you realize that loving her and being a couple is a struggle but you love the struggle well yeah. that's what happened with josh and i man we realized that this shit was gonna be a struggle yeah for sure but we fell in love with that struggle man so every day we were looking forward to the yeah, next you challenge gotta do it because you don't what do else it, do we gotta you mess with it. you start putting it off shit doesn't yeah, happen for bro. real that's bro. how that like, is no I, bullshit this guy knows because before we did this podcast like we before we started like in it was we started in 2020 i told this guy i was like dude if we start this like this is gonna be like a weekly thing mm-hmm. like we gotta fucking do yeah. it and consistency man. yeah dude and yeah we've been doing it ever since man ever since october 2020 and i think that's what will set people apart like people aren't consistent dude yeah, yeah. Dude. people that are consistent are gonna eventually just make it because they're consistent as fuck yeah, there, there's you and have no there's choice a lot of people yeah. like dude i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do and they never do it even try to do anything and it's yeah. like we gotta do it dude like no one's gonna do this shit for us yeah, man bro. the like, proof is in the pudding bro like yeah. real talk you gotta you gotta come in and then you, you have youtube now bro go to youtube and learn it. you can and learn YouTube any fucking thing on bro. youtube yeah. bro yep. <laughs> anything yeah, on no youtube bullshit. and that's where i went to because like i i only listen to podcasts i didn't know how the fuck to where yeah. to put this where to you know rss feed i was like what the fuck <laughs> and so i just went on youtube i found a couple badass videos and i put everything together and Shit, that same night I had an account with SoundCloud to, for so it can, uh, you know, like distribute it, distribute yeah, it for us, and that's when we were like, "All right, man, we're in this." <laughs> well, we're in. The thing that happened with us is we filmed a completely different documentary that what people are seeing in the theater, they'll never see the yeah, the but, first one. We uh, we ended yeah. up filming a bunch of content, and then we ended up teaming up with PSJ Southwest Theater Club high the school students, kids, dude, yeah, students, man, kids, bro. state champions, and we saw how they were filming it, and we we're like, oh, I told Robert's like, oh shit, man, yeah. we need to refilm everything, dude. <laughs> we <laughs> so we 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 scrapped everything and refilmed everything to make it look and like how you, they would shoot it. <laughs> That, that sounds like, oh, that's tedious and that sucked. But yeah, but we did it with like 15 days left to submit. Yeah. Like, and you're so, like, let's, let's yeah, bro. get it. Like we, Josh and I sat across from a team of investors that really, really, really wanted to participate. 
um, with this project. And we sat there and we asked them and they were already ready to pull the trigger. And then Josh and I told them, and we have to do it in 45 days. Every single one of them got up and said, thank you for your time. You guys are going to fail. Wish you well. Deuces, I'm out. And in 45 days, we fucking had it done. Well, the last day. With <laughs> none of their money. With none of their money. With just whatever we could scrape together, bro. Yeah. That, to me, more so than all the laurels in the world on that stupid, badass poster that you designed. The fact that we committed and did it and overcame the financial obstacles and overcame the the lighting obstacles mm -hmm. shot scenes that you'll see and think we shot in the laguna madre in somebody's pool yard in the back of their house man like what josh did with the camera and editing is just phenomenal so that to me is the win in itself the fact that it went on and won and continues to win awards it's surreal bro it's like you said when you're in those film festivals and you see people really appreciate and fall in love with your efforts at the end of the day and what your opinions were on what things should be and how it should play out, dude, that's the biggest compliment anybody can get, man. They might not walk mm -hmm. up to you and tell you, hey, you did an outstanding job, but the fact that you kept their attention, they, they laughed when they were supposed to, they cried when they couldn't resist, that's a win. And we've already been no. through that, so we, we're blessed, bro. Like, yeah, really awesome. blessed to it's have. Gonna con dude, you can yeah, tell man. it's going to continue to grow, man. We hope so, bro. Yeah. We don't have any any expectations for it. Whatever it does, it I does. I got expectations for it. <laughs> <laughs> we do, man. We, we're, we're, we're hopeful, but I'm humbled already by where it's gotten, who has watched dude, it. I mean, it's, it's a crazy story, dude, it's bro. It's a bro. crazy story. Yeah, it it's really, a, really is. It's a, it's a story that's made for movie. Like Everybody yeah, that sure, watches bro, documentaries like, like, this needs, needs to, to be, be a movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Like, yeah, it's, dude. It's, that's I watch up. it in my head. We've been collaborating and writing a script, but again, we're not script writers or, or screenplay writers. We're, you know, we just uh, ventured on to open Studio 4240. And so we're dabbling in a lot of things. I think that eventually a streaming network or, or a big tycoon is going to take this project and, and give it the money and the attention that it deserves to turn it into a movie. And For hopefully, sure. you know, hopefully Studio 4240 can be a producer, an executive Absolutely. producer on it or something. But I think that's literally the next evolution in this thing, man. It's either going to go to a streaming network and you will all get to see it on netflix or on one of those you know big networks or somebody's going to get it keep it under the radar until they finish producing the feature motion film and then release it in the theaters that which would be yeah. super awesome man. yep dude and you never know man yeah no i know shit, that shit can happen it, it, bro. crazier shit has happened yeah, in, crazy, in the past <laughs> two years <laughs> dude yeah. i mean that's no bullshit and you know everybody's looking for content right now man and 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 if you look at all Latino the movies content oh, yeah, yeah bro there's not enough of it um, all the content, even movies that are being made, they're they're remakes, you know, and and they're 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 stories that uh, that they're resharing, you know. Nobody's making original original content, content. You know, and 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 true stories are hard to come by. True stories fueled and filmed, and where the heroes in it are all Latinos, dude. That's like finding a six leaf clover, man. Like it just doesn't <laughs> exist, bro. We got. A Latino filmed production crew. We got a Latino true story in in a predominantly Latino uh, area, and and it's part of our history yeah. 
that South is, Texas history. That's rare, man. That that there, Greg's music, Latino yeah, bass. Everybody like, who has touched it, touched it, has been from the RGV, and and has been from from our Latino background, and that to me is a huge feather in our head, man. That's badass because. Again, people from New York, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Dubuque, all over the state of Texas, Rome, Italy, all these people are watching what little old RGV can do when we when we pulled our resources together and focus on a task. We're some badasses, man. Yeah, and, man. And, and and this documentary is a testament to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I know the you know, it's been the valley's been growing a lot and um I'm seeing a lot of new people like put their self out there now be like before you know you you would see like yeah. some people here and there whatever but then like nothing would happen but it's like now you see a lot more people like trying yeah to to, yeah. to do stuff for trying themselves to live outside your comfort zone man because yeah. there's no support group uh, for podcasters no, uh, you know there there none of our parents are out there saying i'm Chingao Miku's a podcaster. <laughs> you know, like, they, yeah, they, no, it's just what we wanted. So there's no support group for aspiring actors, for directors, for producers. There's no hope for us, man. And and nobody's out there lending a hand to people who haven't made it to the top already. You know? And so when we are given the task to tell a story like the one at the Queen Isabella Causeway. And we bring in talent like Greg and like the students from PSJA and we all collaborate. It uh, It's the coolest thing to watch, man, because it seems like um, we're very underestimated here mm -hmm. in the Valley, man. Like a lot of people, and I've heard you ask this question, a lot of people think you have to leave the RGV to make it successfully in man, in, in industries, and you about don't. About that, like a lot of people that have like and come back, like I feel like I don't know. Like it, it's funny to hear those people say like how they love the valley so much, and mm -hmm. I'm like, just shut up. Yeah, <laughs> just don't say anything. All right, you left because you hated it. Yeah. It was yeah. ghetto and whatever the fuck, right? Like. With the internet now, dude, I mean, you don't have to leave the world. Yeah, has, dude, the world right? has yeah. shrunk. I, I hate those people, especially dude. Like, <laughs> like, like, don't say anything about the right now. Like, yeah. you know, like our, our like the podcast has been like you know growing here and there, and we're noticing uh, followers and listeners from 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 not not just here. You yeah. know, like we're from different states or even mm -hmm. out of the country. Like. You know, Good. There's, That's there's, what it's about, man. This is yeah, hey, out shout out to the brewery in Germany that fucks with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a brewery that well, fucks with us. They, they listen to a, every episode. New beer. Um, oh, yeah. It's a 903 Brewers Coffee Cake Stout. That's the one you just poured me. Yeah, I, I, I'm tasting the coconut still, man. There's a <laughs> brown sugar, cinnamon, coffee, and vanilla in here. Yeah, That's you poured Sounds, me too. Yeah. <clears throat> And some coconut from the... That's a coconut from the... Dude, so coconut. that coconut yeah. was strong. That, that, How much that percentage is in this one? This bitch is 8.2. Oh, shit. <laughs> I leave here with a buzz, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a light one. Yeah. It's just... It tastes like a stout to me. It yeah. It's really like good. a good stout. Like nice drinkable. Cleans, yeah. It's, it's drinkable. drinkable. What does stout mean? I'm here listening to stout and ales and all this bullshit. I'm like, <laughs> so a stout is just a style about? of beer. Um, obviously, it's going to be a of the darker kind. Um, 
Uh, they're made more with like coffee grounds and stuff like that. Uh, you know, chocolate and shit. Like you know, oh, shit. pretty good stuff. Uh, some of them are aged in like uh, like whiskey barrels and oh, stuff. Shit. So like huh. you'll taste like the un- bourbon like, or the whiskey yeah. in the barrel, the wood. Those the are, those are like the ones that kind of get me. It's kind of strong, like. It, to me, it tastes like you mix like a beer and whiskey, and, and you drink. Oh, yeah, that's, that's harsh. Almost, it's like a Guinness and whiskey. No, the, there's some. There's some that taste like that. And I'm like, I can't do those, man. Like the woody stuff, the earthy stuff. I I can drink with like wine, like the the nice Cabernet that yeah, you I taste like the wines. wood. I like dry red yeah. wines. Yeah, those are really good. Bourbon, yeah, I can fuck with wine. Like, <laughs> I like bourbon. <laughs> yeah, Malbecs are really. Oh, good. Oh yeah, me too, bro. Malbecs are my favorite. But uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't drink beer, bro. It's just there's some I just never have, man. Yeah. Never did. Um, oh man, and these dude, beers, it's crazy, dude. Because like, there's so many different styles of them. You know what I mean? We've had some that are. And you can like, get a beer that a lot so of people are like, that, that don't like, even know you, about like, craft you beer. Open it mm-hmm. and you pour it like it's just nonstop, like like coming. Foaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just like. Ah! Like over and over, I'm just like, fuck, stop it. Like, you know, like, I gotta keep you know, like a normal act, you know, yeah, but yeah. um attend to the dripping. It's just like a natural reaction. I love <laughs> No, but it's crazy. And um uh yeah, some of these darker ones are like, you know, it's like a wine. Like it it, it yeah. it's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. You gotta get used to it, you know what I mean? Um uh, I've had a lot of fun doing this podcast because, like, we've never repeated a beer. You know oh shit! Like, Badass. Oh. Okay. Uh, we need a yeah, we, we try track to, of them. Yeah, we try to we do don't. it. <laughs> I mean, so, we, we will post about them on yeah. shit, obviously. But have you had a favorite? Oh, there's been some, dude. I, I had a favorite one month, and then another month. It's like, no, this is my favorite yeah, dog. Like, that's kind of how it is. And I can't even pick a favorite anymore, dude. Because those are like so many beers that we've tasted. Because we there do were like some that were three like to four an episode. Style. Like, oh, they were like, like thick and the, fruity and so huh. good. Those don't like, even taste like beer, bro. That yeah. tastes like Let a fruit smoothie. This. Uh, easier question. Do y'all have a favorite episode? Mm, I think Shit. the 420 episode was probably like loaded uh, with yeah, laughs. We did a 420 episode that <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, that sounds fun. Just, just stupid. <laughs> that was <laughs> stupid. <laughs> we had uh, Arnold the Painter and we were at. Uh, uh, no, Arnold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, had, we were at G Ritmo Studio. And so we did the episode there, and so Jerry sat in, you know, and he's a fucking character, <laughs> dude. Like, funny, dude. And, it was, and yeah, um, it was it was a really really it was a go- cool episode. Goose it was rap funny. provided the rap. Oh, badass! Well, so like it was it was pretty dope, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, Arnold the painter. They wanted to borrow my Tesla because they shot a music video. Oh yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was fucking awesome, dude. Like yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. are talented as fuck. Dude. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what I love about. Yeah, dude. Like, nah, he's fire, like, he's doing his thing. Right? I was yeah, listening to on repeat, and my wife was like, "What are you listening to?" I was like, "You need to listen to this guy." Him, <laughs> him and G Lee more like yeah. together. They're they're awesome. Phenomenal artists. Really cool. Yeah, good shit, man. Like he's he's put out a lot of good music mm-hmm. and like not just for a valley artist, but the fact that he's a valley artist, I'm just like, damn. Like, it's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty I'm telling you, bro. Really there's good. a lot of untapped talent in here yeah. down yeah, here man. that we just go overlooked. You know. Yeah. So um, I say we. I'm not one of them, but they go overlooked. Well, you're, you, well, you're kind of one of them. Well, now, man. Dude. I mean, I just <laughs> you're an award-winning ex- documentary yeah, filmmaker, bro. I'm standing on Josh's shoulders and calling myself <laughs> tall over here. I'm like, yeah, I'm a director. <laughs> Co-directed, wrote it. It was a it was a collaborative thing. But no, dude, there's a lot of talented people down here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. It's and crazy. they just go unnoticed, and they're and and they don't have a resource 
other than the internet, which is really the only one you need. But sometimes you need more than just what avenues to take. You need that support group. Yeah, exactly. dude. You know, yeah. you need that. You need that motivational partner or parent or friend or agent or whatever to tell you who gives a fuck. Keep going. Yeah, mm -hmm. just sure. keep going. Like who cares? Just keep doing it. And that shit's not a part of our culture, bro. Nah, like, it's not. Dude. Like you, you fuck I, it's, no, I know, man. it's not. You gotta dude. like break away yes. a little bit from, from like from the, I grew up with that. like. My parents being like, you know, because like I would play guitar and shit, like, so be like, like yeah. I literally, like, I played an electric guitar, right? Like, my guitar was literally louder than the sound coming out of the amp. I was like, fucking just turn it off, kick it, like, I don't want this shit. But, um, what you get an electric guitar for? Like, like why y'all buy me this shit, man? Like, it's crazy, bro, because we don't, look, in our culture, we don't know how to inspire and motivate and, and, and promote, you know, yeah, shit that we don't understand and appreciate and appreciate it. Yeah. And and we sure as fuck don't know how to receive compliments, bro. Don't we? Oh, hey, yeah, good job. You're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. You don't, right, don't want to make like, eye contact. Yeah, dude, it's for just reals. like, oh, it was just it was an accident. You know, like you don't yeah. know what to say, right? So, <laughs> so we don't know how we don't. We, it's just not a part of our upbringing, yeah, man. Dude. So to be a part of something where you're being praised and you're you're being yeah, you know dude, people, thanked people for your, looking up to that. Yeah, like, dude, it's like, like it's weird, bro. Like what? Yeah, like people that are barely getting into like film or, or, mm -hmm. or like wanting to do something with film they see your guys' stuff and it's like dude we can we can do that here you know like we can yeah. do that it's we crazy can, yeah it really it's awesome really to is, see man. though man it's and then really cool josh and i would get to some of these film festivals bro and then people find out that we were we that our film won an, uh, an award and then some of them would flock to us and man be like here's my card and i'm an actor and i'm i'm a director and i'm trying to do this they're hungry trying, dude they're they're hungry, yeah, bro hungry. and i can see it firsthand how there really isn't a support group for for people who are trying to get into this type of business yeah and we just kind of stumbled into it we man. fooled and everybody yeah we did bro <laughs> like smoking mirrors man like it's crazy fool you yeah. <laughs> give me another one <laughs> <word. laughs> now growing up i would see the film festival laurels on posters at the movie theater yeah, or, dude. or on the same, you know, back when you'd go to like blockbuster and get the VHS version of I it. I never knew it would any, have any all that of shit. that shit was bro. Neither did I bro until this year. <laughs> I was like, damn, those things and, mean dude, something. And, and, yeah. No, and it's funny. Those are real words. It's, yeah. it, it's funny <laughs> because I never knew anything like laurels or anything like that. And then <clears throat> my friend Nate, when he's like, Hey dude, we got, we got this award that, you know, like he sent me, he's like, he's like, check out the laurel. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> well, once, Same thing happened. Once he taught me, we, we got another email. I'm like, hey, send me that Laurel, dog. <laughs> Let me see that Laurel, man. Let me see that Laurel, bro. Yes, Robert right there. Yeah, like, hey, dude, put that Laurel in our poster. I'm like, hey, I'm going to need a copy real, of all bro. the Laurels, bro. I, yeah, man. Like, I need a stun on some people. It's like. the craziest thing, dude. So now I know what they are. So now I'll be on Netflix and shit. I'm like, no, but that shit only got two Laurels, bro. Next. Next. Two Laurels, no Laurels on this. Netflix. Two local Laurels? For real, dude. I'm like, Netflix, can we get a Laurel? category nah, yeah, dude, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's 10 and above yeah 10 and above you know can it's we just cool seeing like uh like people actually do stuff instead of so many people have talent and just don't do anything or, yeah, or, dude, that or goes... give up or get stuck and yeah. can't figure out a way to reach the next you. level we thrive on positivity and enthusiasm dude like we're by design we're meant to be fucking happy bro like it just like 
science will prove it our biology and our physiology and all that good shit will prove it that just the happier you are the healthier you are the the easier things are yeah, so by design we're meant to be happy man and then you have some of these people here have this talent that is either frowned upon or or uh just nobody's out there motivating them to pursue it that makes you sad and then all of a sudden your passion brings you more sadness than it does <laughs> motivation because you can't get to it because nobody's helping you yeah so like i i've uh been getting because uh for this new year i started this like a post punk like project mm -hmm. and um i released my first single on new year's and a lot of people have been like hitting me up like people that don't even like normally message me even like mm -hmm. i'll like share a preview like on instagram and shit and they'll randomly like hey dude like dope shit like you know like i'm just like damn like cool. you think it's yeah, because like, you've built up your credibility through the podcast that now they're starting to like all right this guy because like i mean i've done music i think since high school you know what i mean like middle school really you know i think what I, mean? I think it might be his new earring shout out to this guy's new earring no wonder you started that pop the pop pump punk band bro yeah. i see all those guys wearing that, that the evolution yeah he's bringing it back <laughs> the evolution back, yeah. no dude but you know what man Th those comments that people give you those shout outs and those that's that's fucking gas man that's gasoline yeah Use man, it, it really it fuels is you like, like you know like you're just sitting you know going through people's stories on instagram and a homeboy uh put a screenshot of my song and i'm mm -hmm. like oh fuck like that's cool yeah bro you know, like, we, we it's always we, good to have very support. flattering yeah you know, man like, we we thrive on that shit we need it as much as we like to think no yo soy chingón y soy verga y que me vale madre no, lo que piensa. it's bullshit yeah. we need we I, need i give i like gave up that mentality yeah like, bro i, I it, let that useless. shit go a long time ago bro and that's why i try to live every day like positive you know like i'm a real you positive to, man. person it's a choice bro. it really mm -hmm. is a choice bro you can choose to just look at things differently yeah and and um so yeah, bro. Shout outs to you, the fans, bro, for 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 following the collab, for following y'all's podcast, for commenting on the. Because if we don't get that, we don't move forward. Yeah, dude. and it's just simple yeah. as math, man. That's like, why we do a lot of uh, like uh, on our episodes, we always end with like a, a local talent, mm -hmm. a local something with music, Fuck yeah, a local dude, that's music, good. or that's one good. of our songs because we, we like make music yeah. yeah, and stuff. That's how it started, really. We were like, dude, like, we'll fucking like put all our shit out there. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that's good, man. And and then what happens is, is you start getting those comments. Those, hey, man, well, who was that? What music was that at the end yeah. of the podcast? Yeah, dude, we've definitely this? gotten stuff you know? like that so already. It's, it's the fact that with, and, and I hate to say it because it sounds so morbid, man, but if we don't get those bits and pieces of good enthusiasm and motivational comments and shit, eventually the light burns out, bro, and you, don't just, you just don't want to fuck with it anymore. Yeah. yeah so well, yeah, i will no, tell you for for me sometimes it does work the opposite like people tell me you're never gonna do that or you can't do that yeah. or there's that, no way i'm ever gonna that's also yeah. feel yeah, yeah. that whole proving yeah wrong. that that's the way i kind of work and like, it sucks because those people that tell you that don't even know about the industry yeah they don't know about how like know the like, struggle say podcasting yeah. oh you just have a podcast it's like dude podcasting is like the number one thing that's like on yeah. the rise on right the now rise, like yeah. You're not educated enough to to even know, you know, like to like, to talk shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In other words, that no, yeah, dude, I, 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 uh, 
I used to use that too. Like, oh, I, you're saying I can't do it. And now I just don't give a fuck with people. If they're a naysayer, yeah, man, you can't you're a hater. You if can't. I fucked you over in a past life or eight months ago or two yeah. years ago, and you're still I'm mad. So, yeah, and you're like, still I'm mad. Sorry, I'm sorry, bro. Like, man. You know, like, like, you're still mad about that? Yeah, bro. Like, for real. Like, <laughs> we haven't grown away from that. Like, don't, fucking- yeah, dude, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't uh, need the haters to motivate me. I'm motivated enough with watching yeah, Josh bro, like, and watching I'm, guys you know. like you do your shit. Yeah. And, and if, somebody has a compliment or has something good to say about me bro that just reaffirms that that we're on the right path yeah sure. somebody's appreciating it yeah. even if it's, it's just it, that one person it's man. cool like um once in a while i'll get like a like something happens and i'm like okay like i'm on the right path you yeah, know like yeah th- definitely this happened because i'm on the right path That's or it. like i chose this this shit this decision that did this because i'm on the right path yeah. you know like for a long time, I, sh- I struggled with uh, imposter syndrome, and yeah, I called this bro. guy. Like, oh, okay. we're starting to that, win yeah. these awards, and I'm like, dude, I'm not yep. even that good. Like, like, yeah, why, I, why, like <laughs> he was I called really, him. Dude. Yeah. I was, I was like, I was really struggling we, with we him. We went through a whole sesh, man, where I was like, all right, breathe, brother. <laughs> I was just like, and then I like, gave you imposter yes, dude. <laughs> so I coach him. I'm like, bro, the people who are judging our work don't know you or me from tom dick or harry bro they don't know us at all you know what they're judging us on that's fucking crazy crazy bro, bro. they don't know what we look like they that's don't know so shit crazy. they're that's judging so us on what we submitted yeah so fuck imposter syndrome bro fuck imposter syndrome we did it they loved it we're winning we merit the awards simple as that dude two days later bro we're up to like six best featured documentaries and i'm like hey bro they're gonna find out we're full of shit <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna do a background yeah bro they're gonna figure us out man they're gonna do because it seemed it was a b and c student more like c bro yeah, just, dude, like, just I, i'm a, a high school dropout bro I, I left school when i was 14 years old I was like, fuck it man i'm out <laughs> Dude, I, I called them with the same. It hadn't hit me yet, dude, because to me, I didn't realize how huge it is to win a best featured documentary, man. It's a big deal. And I learned that through some of these other talented directors that we've had the privilege of meeting and kind of mingling with tell us, oh, man, you guys won. Oh, that's great. This is my sixth year submitting and I haven't even gotten a honorable mention people do this our whole lives lives, bro to try to get one we're up to 10 best featured documentaries 16 or 17 total laurels for our poster bro and people look at us and they're like you guys fucking knocked it out of the park and we're looking at each other like fool you yeah (laughs) yeah, like (laughs) yeah dude like fuck we we just we really just committed to the process bro that's you we have, we did what could, we said we were gonna. Yeah, do. That's it. That's what. That's that's, that's why this happens. The afterwards happens mm-hmm. because you guys said something and you guys went with it, and it's kind of like the way I always go back at it is like, is like the universe giving back to you, bro, because you're doing something that you you want to do, yep. and you 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 just get on the path and do it, bro. Like, and mm-hmm. I, I'm a big thing of like you're you're set to do something. And if you're in the right path, you're doing it. Like the universe will show you. You got somehow. a good saying that that 
I say it to Josh all the time, man. I tell him if, and I'm plagiarizing this from somewhere, bro. I read in a book. Don't Dude, think that it's me coming up with the shit. I can we make got up him, a sentence. Got him. And it'll be, it'll be, <laughs> we got him. This is, yeah. a, this this is what is, we this wanted. This is where it. we screw. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. So apparently I must have read or heard somewhere that if you're clear with the universe every day with what you want, man, and whether it's a woman whether it's a family, yeah, dude, it's yeah, real you talk. Be careful with what you wish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've, I've talked about ex- that a lot. Exactly, dude. <laughs> whether you're coveting a woman, whether you're you want a better job, whether you're trying to learn to play the guitar, if you're clear every single day by showing the universe that you're taking steps in that direction, eventually the universe will notice you. And she will conspire with you to get you what you want. And sometimes it's a curse. It a I'm she? all about that. Yeah. It's uh, a curse. You know, man, because yeah. I, I think that the universe would have to be a woman, bro. If, if, if very bipolar. Runs yeah, every, it's very, runs bi- very bipolar, runs everything, <laughs> knows everything, no, dude, and right? can handle anything, man. So That is true. So, yeah, bro, dude, man, we're too flawed, bro. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, we're <laughs> just little monkeys pushing buttons yes. and editing videos, <laughs> yes. man. I mean. So what you said a little while ago, man, about being clear with what you want, eventually the doors open for yeah, you. Dude. I mean, that's, dude, that's. Yeah, like, like if, if you want something with the right intention, like. You'll get yeah. it. You know what no, I mean? No, dude, even like, with the wrong intention. Yeah. Going back to the women. Yeah. Dude, I've been married for 23 years. Check this shit out. I met my wonderful wife at the age of 14. I've been with her 28 years. Of those 28, we've been married 23. Two wonderful kids. Sometimes what a man covets, he's not supposed to have. Sometimes you covet another woman. You already got one. And you're clear with the universe every day because you you figure out a way to text or you figure out a way to call her or you figure out a way to go <laughs> see her. Figured out how to yeah. text. And you, yeah, awesome. dude, for reals, bro. Like you figure oh. out a way to get away from things to make shit happen. And that's you being clear with the universe that you want that ass. And then all of a sudden the universe says, ah, cabron, that's what you want. You're being clear with me. You Sancho showed me. Claus over here. Yeah, I dude. Totally here you go. <laughs> Have it. Sancho Claus. I'm telling you, bro, it happens, bro. It happens. The universe says, oh, I see you now. And, and I noticed oh, that's yeah. what you want. Here, you take want it. it. <laughs> and then you take it. You figure, yes, dude. you figure out that it's not what you want. And then the universe charges your ass. Says, yeah. oh, wait a minute, man. I gave that's you what, what you is, wanted. Bro. And now you don't want it? Uh-uh. Now your wife finds out. Now the kids find out. Now you got to suffer and you got to pay the universe back for the bullshit that you made us do. Sounds like a woman. Yes. Yeah, that's now why I, I say <laughs> sometimes it's a better job, man. And it, it means getting your GED or going back to college and taking those clear, obvious steps in the direction that you want to go. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. the universe I, is going to say, I, here you go, man. You've I been walking that, towards this dude, long I enough. I noticed that a long time ago. And then once uh, once we did the whole film thing and, and everything, once I got into that, because I spoke that into existence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And once I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, like. I just got to do what, what, you know, like pretty much like what I want to do. And it's a very powerful thing that people don't understand yeah, that dude. they have, they yeah. have that power. And it sounds like mumbo jumbo. Like, and oh, I just realized realize it until Spells like my, and all that like, shit. late 20s yeah. is when I started figuring it out. I was like, holy shit. You can like, manifest your life, bro. It's very like, weird feeling to know that you you have a lot of control. In, in your, like in your I, I used to live here about like six years ago. And then I got with my baby mama. I tried to get her to move in. She already had kids. I'm like, dude, I got a house. Like, what the fuck? Like, live together. Mm-hmm. She was like, nah. So I moved out, li- lived with her, <laughs> lost the place, and then lost her oh, and had to move no. back to my mom's. And I'm like, fuck, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I'm like, man, 
I want this fuck. And people were living here, you know, by then, like, you know, like, I was like, God damn it, man. I'm like, I want it back. Like, I want it back so bad. You know what I mean? Like, and then um, we got hired because uh, my I rent from my aunt here mm-hmm. and she had hired my dad and I to put the metal roof. And while we were here, I was like, man, I really, really want to move back here. I'm tired of living back in my parents. You know, it sucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm back, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, man, you just got to be clear with again with with whoever it is that you bow your head down at night to pray to, whether it's God or Allah or the universe or Satan. Yeah, man, or Satan, <laughs> dude, the dudes <laughs> down there too, bro. Just kidding, Whoever man. it is, man, that you that you turn yourself over to at night, be clear with that individual or that entity. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. The chemistry's too good here. The chemistry's. I knew it. Yeah, man. I'm the one that's on my knees. That's all right, man. You can tell by the hearing. So. You've got to be clear, man. You're clear with what you want. Eventually, you get it. And if you take steps towards it every day, you'll get there, man. That's just the way the fucking world works. Yeah. yeah. And uh, same, with, same with women, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my it's, God. Yes, bro. Yeah. Believe me. I've, I've tripped over I've tripped over many a fuck up, bro. Like, I've, I've messed up a lot of times. I'm blessed to be where I'm at. And, um, and again, it's because simply of being clear with what you want. And sometimes you want the wrong thing. Yeah, man. Like, I've straight up, like, like how I say, like, I was a Sancho, you know what I mean? Like, I could have got killed for that shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, people get killed for less, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Yeah, no, that's no bullshit, and man. And that's no. just fucking crazy, like, you know, some of the situations I got into because of that, you know what I mean? And you I'm look back like, and think, what the fuck the was I thinking? Fuck? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the older I get, the less drama I want in my life. So, oh, that's, dude, yeah, yeah, I'm learning oh, yeah. that from life Josh. is very Josh easy. Is rubbing off on me a For lot. Sure. Like, like sometimes I'll be like thinking, like remembering, right? Like subconsciously manifesting, like man, if I could only get one more right, boom! <laughs> text, I'm like, I need to stop doing this. Yeah, yeah. I need to stop yeah. doing this. Like, shit, you're, man. At your like, you're like, I'm a fucking wizard. Like, <laughs> no, I, 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 God, I, I can grab my yeah i'm a i'm a very boring person dude i only know like three or four things in my life and that's all i focus on that's a good thing dude, bro. that's, that's, very that's positive. it yeah. that's exactly how all I the other now, shit bro. is distracting yes man. fuck dude, yeah for reals i don't like my life has completely come to podcasting music my family that's it that's, that's it. it that's all you need yeah that's it that's all i focus on that's all i want to do that's all my energy goes to anything outside of that like they tell me to do something like they invite me somewhere or something. I'm like, Phew. yeah, like and you don't hang out unless we're doing the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, wait, let's go have a drink. He's like, nah. No. Like, oh. like, I need single friends, man. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Uh, I, I'm not allowed to go out. Crazy, yeah. Hey, man, it is what it is. I've been in a relationship. I know how that goes. Yes. Yeah. I live vicariously through his old stories. Yeah, man. man. So all my old stories are good. I've lived through his. Yeah, I've lived through his whole life. Chat, like I'm the only single one. Like they're all. You should like, be. You should be ejected. And shit and you should be ejected from that chat. I should yeah. be. Like, yeah. and I had, I've ejected myself yeah. many times. Trust me, I have. Wake up, and I like, wake up and I'll be like, chat. "Where the fuck is Johnny? Yeah. He's not even in the chat." Anymore. Johnny like, left the group chat. Bring yeah. his ass back and bring him back. Just like, I get added back. I'm like, I don't want to be here. Damn it! Fuck you, married people. You guys can't collectively find me a girlfriend. goddammit, to add her, like, at least yeah. another single one. Fuck. Hey, I tried to find. His, hey, I hooked up with his cousin-in-law. That didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, nepotism <laughs> is always a, a thing. To what be beer careful. is this? Oh, we got. 
Lakewood Brewing in the house. What's up, Lakewood this Brewing? This is good, too, man. This is a peanut butter temptress. It's an imperial Fuck, milk I like stout. peanut butter. I'm going to have to taste it. I'm eating my dinner. It's drinking a, my dinner. It's an ale brewed with lactose, sugar, and vanilla with peanuts, chocolate, and sea oh, salt. Oh, shit. Careful. I taste that sea salt in the back. That's good, man. Oh, my God. Let's try this. Cheers, bro. That is cheers. good, man. Cheers, fellas. Yeah, cheers, cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks again for coming, man. Absolutely, oh, man. Yeah, man. I really to appre- spooky, appreciate spooky house, man. To the spooky booky uh, <laughs> pop punk. Oh, man. this is better. Nice. I think this one was my favorite. This, this is real nice. Now, granted, I didn't taste the the other one, but uh, out of the two that I did taste, this one's a lot better. Yeah, it doesn't have that taste at the end. Yeah, man, that lingering. Yeah. Man, this yeah, is really this nice. Is re- these are really good yeah, beers that you guys got. Really smooth, Lakewood Brewing. Shout out to Lakewood. I've, all the Lakewood that I've had, it's been uh, where are they from? Legit beer. They're from here. Texas. Yeah, I've never heard Lakewood. They are. I'll tell you right now. They are from different. Garland, Texas. Oh, okay. I remember because last time we're like, where the fuck is Garland at, dude? We're trying to figure out for like, <laughs> well, yeah, Garland's it's, uh, at. right out of like Fort Worth or some shit, right? And I think yeah, that's I think they told us. Figuring it out. So mm-hmm. I know that's further up north, right? That's North Texas, or yeah. is that Central Texas is considered? I'm the right person. Again, to man, I dropped that. out when I was 14. <laughs> I, 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 I only know Central Texas because of their barbecue, man. <laughs> I was smoking when you got here, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I know what yeah, no, man. <laughs> Where is this Texas you speak of? What is Texas? Yeah. You mean the, the, the there's continent? More, there's more past San Antonio? Yeah. <laughs> you know Dude. San Antonio is considered South Texas? I hate that. Yeah, weird. Me too. Yeah, that's yeah, bullshit. Know, too. Get out that of is fucking six. bullshit. Like, oh, the South Texas, San Antonio. It's no, like, what? No, what? No. Uh-huh. Yeah, when um, after high school, I went to Arkansas. My parents were like, "Go to college, go to work." I was like, "Okay." So I went to to Arkansas to go work at a cotton gin, where most of my uncles and my dad have gone in the past. And um, uh, like all the people would be like, "Well, where are you from?" Like, "Oh, South Texas." Like, "Oh, San Antonio." Like, what the fuck, like, <laughs> like no. What kind of what, maps like, do y'all have over here? Like, there's more to Texas. It just has San Antonio right there, South Texas. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like 30 minutes from Mexico. Like, what? <laughs> I used to tell everybody, I think I still do every now and then, man, when they ask me, what part of Texas are you from? I tell them, well, if you're looking at Texas and Texas had an asshole, we're the asshole way down <laughs> at the bottom. Yeah, we're the little hemorrhoid on the yeah, corner. Yeah, we're way down south, man. With some of the best damn Mexican food oh, ever. Oh, you know what, Josh nice. and I it's have surmised that we have some of the best food down here and we most definitely best. have... The most beautiful women. That is true. Uh, Latinas are no, no, no. There's there's Latinas everywhere, everywhere. but not the Valley Latinas. It's It's the the hot Cheetos and cheese. (laughs) It's in the hot Cheetos and cheese. It goes to the right parts of the body. Like I don't know what it is, man. But we'll be walking around in Washington or in LA or something, and you know, there's women everywhere, and, and, and I'm looking. I'm like, God damn it, man! Like, there's really. Beautiful women in Literally the valley, like nothing near, right? Like, not so no, much that, but I mean, but dude, like you you, you miss that, like <laughs> it's you, all obvious. I'm like, you, you go to the valley, and anywhere you turn, you look. There's a beautiful Latina somewhere, yeah, and and, and elsewhere. I, I think the drive through, they just they're not there. <laughs> drive them mile five. Big shout out to my girl for being from the valley. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all the chicks that I fuck from the valley. <laughs> Hey, well, but I do are hot. I, I do want to give a quick shout out to my girl. It's her birthday. Hey, happy, shout birthday. Out to happy birthday! birthday. Cheers. Cheers. This bitch for you. 
Cheers. Sir. What's um? Are you guys like when does the when does the film come out? Like publicly, good question. We man. destroyed it. Nobody yeah. will ever yeah, see it. Nobody. Again. <laughs> it's done. No, man. We don't know. We don't know. No. Uh, we're, we're screening it on the eighth, twentieth. On June twentieth. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. January twentieth. Thursday. 20th, this yeah. month on the twentieth at the Cinemark Bistro on Trenton Road. Yeah. Uh, the they're going to release tickets today. today. Uh, there's only a hundred that oh, are going to be available. I get one. By the time y'all are hearing this, like they'll be sold it's out. Fucking like <laughs> they might Monday, actually. So y'all better hurry up. We sold out. Cena sold twice. Yeah, we sold so out both at both shows. That was the only Valley showing. This is the second Valley showing. Mm-hmm. Cena sold that. and and uh, good stuff. Yeah. yeah um, so this is the second showing that's going to be released in the Valley. Uh, and a lot of people want to see it. It has the extra 15 minutes for the mature audience. Yeah. Um, the Snyder edition, Snyder cut. Yeah, we just <laughs> we just don't know what's going to happen after this because we're talking to a PR agency out of L.A. that we're starting to get our ducks in line to be able to, to present it to like the Netflixes okay. and the Amazon Primes and so stuff like that. So hopefully it'll be streaming on a, anything. on a platform like that yeah. we, where everybody can see it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we definitely know for sure that the PR network that is helping us has good, strong ties and relationships to mm-hmm. HBO stars and PBS. So right now those are probably going to be the first ones that are going to have an option to either say, we want to buy it and stream it and fund the episodic uh, series because be cool. Josh and I put together an hour and a half, an hour and 15 minute documentary to submit to film festivals as a marketing as a marketing tool tool to get the funding to dissect the whole story and turn it into a five up to into a four or six part series um so right now that's the goal so it, it people might not get to see this until it's an actual series not just one episode and me as a content creator, you know, like you, you make, you finish your thing. You want to publish it. <laughs> You're like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I want everyone sitting on this. Dude, he didn't even show his family. Like, I didn't show my family. I had, I had to like, like twist his arm and stuff dude, to send me the fucking thing. <laughs> You're like, can I at least tell see my family? I didn't show watch. anybody. Didn't show anybody, bro. Anybody. Finally, he sent it to me, and and it was one of those little messages at the end of this documentary will self-destruct in three seconds. <laughs> it was like, he's like, I'm gonna send it to you. It, as soon as you watch it, it's going to delete. So I invited my family, my mom and everybody and, and, and to the house and we all watched it. And, and it was interesting, man, because I, I got a lot of, uh, a, a lot of uh, my family members like would be watching it and stuff and they'd be real engaged and something would happen. And they would turn around and look at me like, God damn, this, you telling me this dumb son of a bitch here that I raised <laughs> pulled this shit off? How'd you, he didn't do this like like shocked like baffled. Yeah, like, that's crazy. And so I'm watching them and 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 watching them watch it and they're just shocked, you know. And and so that's a good feeling, man. I can't believe you held out this long, but I got to Instant, be there yeah. for the first time when when his mom and his wife and everything. Thank you. Dude, did get to see just, it it's just crazy that you and were like there yes. when it happened oh bro. bro yeah no like that's that's crazy it's a crazy story yeah i mean I, I was you know i was younger when this happened yeah. like i would think i would it was when the when the twin 9/11, towers yeah, yeah. so days. i was what like ninth ninth grade or something like that 10th, 9 11 i was a freshman yeah 10th grade wow so well, i was 21 years old man 
Yeah. Just had my son. We could have partied that. Yeah, bro, we could have. <laughs> could have bought me a beer. Yeah. You know what's interesting sure. about the story is that there was zero alcohol in on this guy's boat, boat yeah. dude. None. Like, these were 21-year-old guys, four, of, four of them. And none of us were big drinkers back out then. Out on man. a boat? Yeah, like, out on a boat. You would assume that there'd be a ton. Shit. I don't want to go yeah. fishing with you. And I love to fish. Dude, I'm telling you, man. We were out there with just a couple of RC colas and a couple of bottled waters. And like, and then just out of nowhere, bro, I'm watching headlights that's and taillights wild, bro. fall 87 feet. And that's, all you that's a nightmare, wild. man. Dude, yeah, like, it has been for years, man. It took years for me not to. Not to think about that shit, you know. I, I bet until you just I, brought it up. Man, man, fuck. I ain't starting off sad as shit. Yeah, I'm done. There's no restroom. Walk out. I'm done. There's no restroom. So right there, it's uh, it's not only pitch black, man, and dark, but it's getting choppy and and the water's bad and there's cars falling in and then all of a sudden. Uh, my cousin or me, I forget which one of us, but we're like, hey, shut up. Everybody be quiet because we're not going to be able to hear people screaming. And sure enough, man, we were like, because we were like, hello, is anybody out there? Does anybody need help? And and then all of a sudden, sure enough, after everybody shut up and we stopped yelling, we heard the first survivor, bro, in the water, help, raising her hands and stuff, man. And that's, that's when it's like, oh, my crazy, God. bro. That's I don't even know how to swim, man. That's like a fucking nightmare, dude. Like fuck that shit. That. Um, yeah, no, and and you know we we wound up saving the only three people who survived, and and a fact about them that they were the only three people who were found wearing their seatbelts, and um, Damn, two that out of, saved them. Yeah, bro, that Crazy. saved them. Now, mind you, Josh and I have sifted through most of the autopsies. Um, toxology reports toxology reports and all that like we got all the the records and you know we fact checked everything that we were going to put out there um mostly all of the people who were involved had some sort of impact or fracture to their legs their knees or femurs and stuff like that down here um because of the impact but just about everybody drowned nobody passed away from the impact yeah it was Drowning. Pretty much everybody was drowned except for uh, oh, Gaspar Hinojosa. Gaspar Hinojosa, yeah. His car never even hit the water. Um, so this is one of the last, if not the last, the second or third to the last car to fall. By this time, my boat is directly underneath the bridge looking straight up into an open sky, man. Like the bridge is gone. And we Under hear. water. Yeah, man, like we're on water, everything's, we're on the boat, on the I water. So it's deeper there than I imagined. Was it 20, 20 yeah, 30 it, feet? It was between, nowadays it's probably around 18 to 20 50. feet, but back then oh, it was okay. it was maybe about 25, 30 feet deep. My boat's there. You got to imagine that this bridge doesn't only carry cars to South Piedra Island. There's also fiber optic and electrical cables and water main lines that run underneath it. So the bridge harbors and carries those things. So when this chunk fell, it cut the water line. It left a big electrical cable like this hanging that would hit the water and ignite and pop back up and whip around the sky and come back. So it was like a war zone there, man. And the water line that was feeding fresh water to South Piedra Island, 
87 feet up in the air and it's cascading an eight inch just huge shingles of water man so to look at all that from a 17 foot small little boat it's like what the hell well all of a sudden we hear breaks like on the bridge like somebody's deciding to notices that the gap is there but then all of a sudden the 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 tire stops screeching and goes from to this person gaspar I think eventually he realized that he was there was no way he was going to be able to to stop in time, so he floored it in hopes of clearing, clearing it. it. And um, so because of that, his car never hit the water. It fell short of landing on the other side of the road, but it hit one of the pillars that was carrying the bridge, and literally just the car wrapped around the pillar and slid down to the base. And it never, it never hit the water. That man, Gaspar, um, died on his way to the hospital about two and a half hours later because EMS and Coast Guard and, and Border Patrol and all the vessels that were out there would not allow us or any other person until uh, JP, JP showed Montoya. up. Um, they wouldn't allow us to get to offer any aid because there was an electrical cable that was water falling. The bridge was still very unstable and, and, and you could see it swaying. So they built a perimeter around this accident and started keeping everybody out. And in the meantime, this guy was moaning and crying for his life, man, and nobody ever got to him. By the time they got to him, his wounds had already, he had already bled out a lot, and his wounds were very severe. Um, they got him in out finally, put him into an ambulance, and instead of sending him to Brownsville, which would have been closer, the ambulance started taking him to Harlingen, and he died on the way. Yeah, I want to talk more about J.P. Montoya because he's he's one of those heroes that, that yeah, doesn't no, get talked yeah. about. Like, he, nobody ever recognized him. <laughs> this dude jumped into the car with Gaspar while it was hanging from a dangling rope. And he got him out of there. He had to break his leg to get him out of that vehicle. Dude, that guy would have fallen into the car, and Nobody he still would have recovered. recovered. He would have recovered Gaspad, no no doubt. Yeah. Like, he told Gaspad, is like, if we go into water, you feel water, don't worry, I'm taking you, you out. out. Yeah. That dude is the guy that you want to be on your side when you're dying. Like, that guy will so make sure you survive. So you got to imagine. Crazy. Yeah, dude, it's crazy because. The John Crease. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you. He literally climbed up onto a pillar hovering above the water. It's pitch black. All they got is flashlights and shit. And there's a car dangling, just dangling on the concrete, man. And it's wrecked to shit. And there's a human man in there all mangled up to trapped. His legs trapped. This EMS, JP. Mm-hmm climbs into the car not oh i reached my hands in and pulled in the back seat no dude dude. it's just those types of people that just switch it just something happens jumps in not even no hesitation none just all instinct and 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 bro he he goes in there physically has to manipulate the guy's guy yeah he's a small spot is a big dude dude yeah the guy he was pulling out was my size i'm six two and this little guy jp gets in there and manually with his hands think about the effort it would take to break someone's shin on their leg with your hands 
break <laughs> it, snap somebody's crazy. bone to get it out, and then pull him out of that car. JP's story was never told until until we got a hold so, of it, and and he did everything humanly and superhumanly possible in terms of breaking that bone and the courage it took to climb into this unstable car knowing that at any second it could fall into the water and there wasn't going to be shit anybody could do to get him out and he still did it didn't think twice um his efforts were you know they were futile at the end uh mr nejosa still passed uh because of the fact that it just took too long just took too long for people to get there you see when we called 911 we were the first ones to call the 911 operator literally threatened that if we continued to harass 911 they could track our calls and send the cops to us because we were calling them saying that we were under attack that the bridge collapsed and all this shit <clears throat> Eventually, somebody got wind and told them, hey, man, there's an accident on the bridge and a car fell over. Well, that miscommunication led to more deaths because the, the people who were sending out patrol cars and sending out ambulances and stuff like that were claiming that there was an accident on the bridge. They never told people the bridge is completely out. Don't go anywhere near the bridge send boats to the bottom because of this lack of understanding and communication i was out there on my boat for an hour and a half before any other boat came to render aid it was just us we could see ambulances and sober shit. as fuck dude yeah thank <laughs> god, bro. no shit thank god because uh for whatever reason we uh we were, dude, and normally you, we, you didn't we, drink on that. No, trip. yeah, That's I crazy, never drank, but the Shit other guys did, bro. Like yeah, that. man, it's crazy. So that night was filled with a bunch of crazy shit like that. The things that had it gone, any, yeah, lined up so perfectly tragic for it to happen that way. From the weather to the captain who was captaining the boat, and just how everything happened that day was perfectly tragic. Because everything was in sync that led to that accident. Yeah, from the from Hurricane Gabrielle, Gabrielle that, yeah. that slightly just pushed mm -hmm. the boat just <clears throat> off course that it hit that eighty pillar. feet. Dude, it just moved it crazy. <laughs> it just yeah, just slightly any, and and it, it changed. It altered the the lives of uh, of all those people, including ours, man. I mean, including. Even Josh is yeah, now because now today. Josh is here, and now you guys, us, and now you right. guys, yeah, no man. Shit, right? And those <laughs> ripple effects. No, mommies. Because, dude, you said like you were what a freshman in high yeah. school, and here you are now talking about it and reliving. I don't even what want happened. to say how many years. Lost <laughs> <laughs> my fucking mind, dude. I'm telling you, bro, it's it, crazy. Uh, it is crazy to be, yeah, to be. Uh, Yo, talking more about it right now. Then. Let's dip into this last beer. We've got what is this? Heavy Hands by uh, Spindle Brewery, uh, Spindle Tap Brewery out of Houston. Hey, Houston, dude, Houston has this a is lot a of good breweries, man. And Spindle Tap, man. This is a eight percent IPA. Oof. I don't know what kind of IPA. It doesn't really. Specify. I think it's a double IPA, no? DIPA. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, double, it's a double IPA. IPA. I'm liking all these beers that you all got, man. These are cheers. really good choices, man. Yeah, cheers, cheers gentlemen. Cheers, cheers, Super cheers, good stuff. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Mm -hmm. Amazing. 
Fuck yeah. A fucking Double fantastic IPA, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, it, it really is good. Yeah, man. IPAs are fucking fire, man. Like, California IPAs are the ones that are a little more on the bitter side. Y'all have, yeah, have you tried sour noticed. beers yet? Here? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like his, like... I, I'm a, I'm a big I love sour, sour beers. One time I had it in Austin and I drank the shit out of it. The next time I went, I got sour beers and I got diarrhea, dude. <laughs> like it, I was just in the shitter for like two days. Yeah, you gotta, like, dude, you, you got to be it careful. It was the beer, man. Dude, it was the beer. <laughs> you got to be beer. careful right. now because different breweries, dude, they, they go off on like some weird combinations and weird. I remember that one was a green <laughs> apple sour, <laughs> green bro. apple sour beer. And that's why I, I had the shits for like two that days. That sounds like it would be pretty good. It was. No, it was really good going in. Dude, I honestly, I have never gotten beer, bro. Like, I've never had a palate for it, bro. Like, it just, I taste it and I taste all the flavors and everything. Dude, but dude this this podcast alone changed my palate so much because bet, of, of a whole bunch of stuff that we've tried. And yeah. then I, I, I think back in the day when I could get a hold of beer, it was through my dad's workers, man. And we had a little ranch and you had like five or six guys that would live in the back barn and stuff. And these fuckers always had like Milwaukee's best mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and dude, cool. and they were old. <laughs> school, they, they would drink that shit hot. Like, yeah, just dude, like they did. The, the, the old timers, bro, like my Thiels and, and my Thiels friends. And those were my, that was my introduction to beer, man. To beer, and back yeah. then, my dad would like have the Coors in the fucking, in the oh, old right. nostalgic uh, can and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, El Tamien, bro, would leave it out, shit. And I'd go and like, Take a sip. Take a sip. And be like, what the fuck is that? Like, For real, dude. Dad, somebody pissed in your beer. You know, like, and I think what are you because, drinking? Yeah, dude. I think that because I tried to get into it so early, and it shocked the fuck out of me that I never got back into it. Man, I never messed with it, bro. I was like, you want a beer? I was like, fuck no, man. Like, but Robert, Robert is a connoisseur of some good marijuana. Yeah, yeah weed, man. Weed is is weed. But back, yeah. you gotta imagine. Remember, man, back when I was growing up, it was easier. Everybody hear a lot of story, yeah. Like so it was it was literally so much easier for me to get a hold of weed than it was for me to go buy cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> or to go buy a six pack. You know? Yeah. I was like, what what pickup truck do I want to look in, man? Because all my deals worked for my dad at one point. Or, or they were partners, or they were doing stuff together. So it was like, hey, tío, you got to join. And see me home. You know, like, so yeah, man. I, I got 20. I've always, yeah, bro, for real. So I've always been very uh, in love with Herb, dude. Just where, just from its history to where it is today. Yeah, and man. Just, bro, there, there are people. So, like, where it is today, though. Like that, you bring that up, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like that, you've you know started at a earlier age than me for sure. Um, how do you feel like compared from like the old school Reggie shit to like all this new this crazy, crazy shit, like <laughs> vapes and okay, so THC crystals. And I don't all this uh, crazy stuff. Like you I, know, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I I am a novice when it comes to edibles. And vapes and wax and dabs and all this bullshit, I don't fuck with because I'm a purist, man. Like I, I want if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be somewhere and I'm gonna smoke a blunt, I want it to be in a hemp wrap. Yeah, I want it to be yeah, man. I want to grind it myself. You know, I want to go through the whole process of rolling it. And you know, and yeah, dude, I'm telling you, that's the struggle so, for me. I was telling Andy earlier. That's actually why I think I mentioned to mm-hmm. you like. 
why it takes so long for me throughout the day to like, you know, like it was fucking what three o'clock. Three o'clock when you were when yeah, I had barely. my first smoke of the day, you know, and and it's because like of the process. Man. Yeah, I know you see, and I'm in love man, with the process, like, bro. Like I, I, I dude, it's myself. it's like ritualistic, <laughs> man. You bring out your rolling tray, you bring out your grinder, so, yeah. you got your little scooping thing to fill your blunt. I you got to split the blunt, exactly. gut yeah, it, dude. Just dude you're there, and by the time you're done, you're looking at this motherfucker like it's about to shit gold for you or something. <laughs> like. I was pretty excited Ooh, when, sure when I lit it up. I was like, Andy. I'm like, this is the first smoke of the day, dude. I'm like, I'm really excited. I'm gonna be high, dude. <laughs> dude, well, it's because, high, dude. dude, I used to be. It used to be the point for me to where I would buy um, little spools of of hemp rope and I would light the oh, hemp the, rope. The, oh, okay. oh, I, I remember. Remember. I went yeah. you know, and then light the bud. You know, yeah. I like I wanted it to be as pure as, as you could pure, as yeah. as I could. Dude, speaking pure, like I remember one time because uh, in my early, you know, very early twenties, I used to sell and do shit mm-hmm. like that, and. uh a homie that I, we had, like, he was my partner, I guess. Like, he went to school at UT. So, like, we got a lot of dope shit out of Austin, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, just from that side of the checkpoint. But um, we would go to these hippie-ass parks because that's where you could go and just, like, blaze yeah, out. Yeah, blaze out, yeah. There was this one dude with a bong, and his bowl has, like, a... Uh, magnifying glass uh, like attached. You use the sun to light the. Yeah, yeah. so we're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> He's dude? chasing solar power, dude. Chasing yeah. the sun. I'm like, yeah, dude, those are little sun chasers, bro. Fire, bro. Yeah, man, you know, you never need a lighter, bro. It's genius. I used to have one That's long, cool. long time. Yeah. Well, imagine like, how long it takes. Oh, fuck, I need like, to light this bitch before it gets it dark. Yeah. Dude, at, at, at they got at, nothing to do. At five thirty in the <laughs> afternoon, you were fucked. On a cloudy day, you're screwed, man. You have to go get a lighter. But yeah, man, I'm a I'm a connoisseur when it comes to that. Like we were in um, Los Angeles, and obviously was it, fun, it, it's legal over there. So yeah. I went to a dispensary, and and it's not legal. <laughs> and you get this. Uh, I got this pre-rolled uh, moon rock. Yeah, and then it's dusted in keef and all this oh, shit. And I'm that, looking yeah, at yeah. this thing, and I'm like, the fuck? What the fuck, dude? Some like this is a mad scientist <laughs> shit right yeah. here, man. Like. And um and really I come enjoys. to find, dude, I really come to find that whether it's dusted in keef or moon rock or this or that, I think that the stronger the high, the pure the buzz. You know, like it, it, a lot of people seem to think that, oh man, this thing is like thirty seven percent THC and it's dusted and it's moon rock and it's hydroponic. It's gonna bust your ass and throw you into a chair and you're gonna be you're gonna be useless for hours. I I call bullshit, man. I've done Same. some of most my most creative dude. and most inspiring fucking work, dude. Completely yeah, under the influence of something that is it, really, really, it, really I think clean. It, I think it's just from like history of like, like, oh, you smoke pot, like you're never gonna do anything. You're yeah. lazy. But I think we can we shit. can lay it out on this podcast. Uh, yeah, no, we we did the stoned. whole podcast, the documentary, stoned. Yeah, every 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 everything frame every fucking shot we every, were like yeah answer what yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah what? man like we 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 i really am a firm believer no nah, dude because dude like dude there's too much history on weed bro there, there's there's from there's that too ancient much yeah, history, yeah yeah bro you know like dude like, good negative connotation you were, good you know, medicine good King all that Tut shit, or, or the pharaohs and shit that would die and they would mummify them and then put them in tombs with alcohol and and seeds of grain and all the shit that they would need to restart their next life in the in another world 
Well, in those satchels and stuff, there'd be hemp leaves. There'd be yeah. weed leaves, you know. Fucking Abraham Lincoln was quoted saying, my favorite thing to do in the afternoon is sit outside on my front porch and smoke a cob pipe of hemp. Well, hemp's weed. Yeah, you know? yeah for sure. And, um, and it comes from there. So, uh, dude, fucking Oliver Stone, you know, that motherfucker has given us some of the world's best movies, and, and he directed and he'll openly say... I did it all stoned, you know? Nah, dude, it's just... Art, art, like, it's, it's just... I, I've never just, looked at it yeah, as a I've, as a hindering drug. I always think it's just, like, from the old times, you know? Yeah, people like, is, like, lazy. Like, yesterday, like, too. Like, today's my day off. Yesterday, I clocked out at 10, right? Like, I work from home, so, like, I literally don't do shit. Like, I chill with this dude sometimes on the phone for, like, a few minutes, you know? And um, last night, like, after work at 10, like, was when I had my first smoke, and, and I started recording like a new shame song on you though that's too quick, late you know? <laughs> oh no shit right yeah like, shame I, on you bro i, I kind of say the same too i'm like man i'm gonna eat but then i'm like well then i should do this first and i'm like but then the process, <laughs> oh, process. i love the process man. i know man i'm just like Can I, then you'd love la man yeah you'd love la because it's just snatch and grab bro it's yeah. just like let me get a couple pre rolls Let me get a couple of this. Yeah, I want to tell my guy, a, man, like the because he lives in my neighborhood, my dude. Like, hey, try me little roleados. <laughs> just like, hey, well, just grind it up and break it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, because I don't want your saliva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been a thing color. for me, man. I, I I went from smoking joint twisting joints when I was a kid to all the way up to adulthood, man. To to smoking blunts and and just yeah. kind of. It's always been, dude, I went through a very, very, very bad time in my life when I was like depressed and just struggling with a lot of shit. And I quit Bud and I got on this Prestique. It was an antidepressant. And then I realized, yeah, no, fuck this. This is, yeah, this is sucking the life out of me. Pharmaceutical companies, man. That's a whole other fucking thing, bro. I went back to Bud and just, you know, found my equilibrium and found my balance. And before you know it, dude, I was just, I was right as rain. And I I think it just makes people a better person. Yeah, man. Like, it it, takes the edge off. Yeah, it takes the edge off instead of alcohol. My my mom takes a lot of antidepressants and all that shit. Like, she's been going to tropical since, like, I was in high school and shit. And I'm just like, Mom, she just fucking smoke weed. Like, yeah. I didn't even smoke weed in high school, like straight up. Like, and I would tell her, like, you should just smoke weed, man. What the fuck? And I think it's just because it has such a negative connotation with stigma, yeah, like, bro. Yeah, it's it's stigma. Bad, like, they, they, and then, like, a lot of people that do smoke it that carry themselves like jackasses, like yeah, like, like a yeah. Make, make it rap, put it a know? good. There's a lot of name, functional yeah, potheads that oh, are doing fully a lot functional, dude. dude. Fully I, functional. I feel like I'm one of them. Yeah, no, I get my shit done, bro. Like I claim. Functional pothead, right? <laughs> <laughs> For reals, bro. Like, I mean, uh, your mom probably does need to. I, I, I transitioned away from from medical, uh, medical pills and shit like that big pharma and all that bullshit uh, dude for yeah, reals, we, bro i tripped though the the day that my mom um i was with one of my exes at, at the time and uh we were just chilling well, i think we were watching like stupid walking dead like when it was good <laughs> when it was good when it was good and uh my mom my sister calls me actually my older sister she she lives with my parents now and she's like hey uh you know where to get weed and i'm like <laughs> No way. And she's no. Like, and she's like, yeah, well, uh, mom, mom was seeing if you can. I'm like, for mom? I'm like, or for you? And she's like, no, mom. Like, she, I'm like, mom? And she's like, you're on speaker. And I'm like, mom. You could just like, ask me. Yeah. That speaker and hits like, you, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, you're asking for weed? And she's like, but you used to tell me. And I'm like, 
I ain't gonna get you weed, lady. I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, it was so weird. Like, Dude, I, I didn't know I, how to. React I would to love that. for my mom to call me and say, "Bro, you, you better bring me your mama some weed, boy." My, my, I'd I be like, happy as shit. Like, like in my, I was young, so I was like tripping out. I was like, "Fuck no, man!" I was like, "No." Oh, no, but like no. now, like I mean, I, I really do think that my it's. Dad, I'd be like, "Man, you need to fucking join, bro." <laughs> yeah, I, I've been trying to get my wife to smoke for years, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think there's there's so much more value my ex, I in in using it as a already sound adult man i get not giving it to kids who yeah. are up and coming yeah, and I get, yeah, yeah, but man if you're already a fucking already income it, producing like, individual you're already doing your own oh, thing yeah. you're already raising your kids and good member of society yeah man then fucking light a light a blunt and chill the fuck out man yeah, like yeah man, like you really. deserve yeah, it John. yeah you <laughs> yeah. deserve it you know if and you deserve for it to be like where it's normal yeah exactly you know? bro i would it's like going out for a drink mm-hmm. going out for a smoke like you exactly know, like, bro like i would much rather um i would much rather be smoking a blunt than than out there partying and drinking beer and getting drunk and then driving oh, home and yeah man yeah i think what a lot of people have a problem with is the smell too that's, oh, that's why edibles God, are so awesome. I love yeah. that smell. Yeah, man. So tell us about that, dude. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I have Eat Me By Texas. Way, shout out to our motherfucking sponsor in the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, amongst some of the things that I do, I do have a website, eatmetexas.com, which is uh, we sell edibles out of their Delta 8, Delta 9, uh, THC. 100% legal. It will get you stoned as fuck. And yep, uh, I've been there because last time I ate I, one like actually at the start of this at podcast, the start of this podcast so, yeah. I saw you sneak one in. It's you know, just it's just those things that uh, you don't like edibles, dude. I, I again, man, going back to the whole purist thing. Old school, uh, yeah, dude. Old yeah. school shit. I wanna I wanna roll it myself, and I don't like edibles because I brownies. I mean, it goes back to That's the dude, ed, brownies. Brownies with no THC in them, I'm down, man. <laughs> All you want. The thing with the Those fucking fun, dude, dude. The, the thing with Those the brownies, actually, will floor you, bro. <laughs> dude, for real. Oh, yeah, they will. Edibles will fucking will floor fuck you, you up, bro. man. It goes. It, <laughs> yeah, your body has sure. to digest it, and it gets into your bloodstream slowly. And three hours later, three hours you're later, dude, you yeah, think yeah, I'm like, right as rain. All of a sudden, you're, you're fucking drooling. Like the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, no, not the podcast. It was a stand-up where he talks about where he's like, "Why are people selling whole gummy bears? Like, what the fuck?" fuck like, yeah. Dude, it's you crazy. Just eat the head, like yeah. What the fuck, like, <laughs> yeah, it's selling stupid. whole bears. Yeah, like, those shit can be pulling us. Yeah, oh yeah, fucking dizzy. That's scary. I, I I don't really fuck with that kind of shit either. Like Andy's Dude, more of the and that's why the new school. That's stroker. why you know, like um, your website and stuff is is giving people able are it's giving people like the intro to like medicinal marijuana to oh, yeah. to help with a whole bunch of things because like the dosing and shit yeah like the dosing yeah, that's, that's what i like about like it because they're they're lower dose uh, thc so yeah, you and, can and control your your high yeah pretty much and that's pretty cool yeah that that that's probably one of the things that i wish i could do better with bud control the high uh like you can with edibles yeah with edibles it's, it's down to the milligram you know and they eat so much for your weight and all that shit for bud you know you Roll the blunt, and if it's good, good fire shit, then it's gonna knock you on your ass. And you gonna feel right. And if I was really surprised good, with the LA stuff, I really enjoyed everything that we smoked today. Yeah, man, because it was a. Uh, it's just the stronger it is, the cleaner it is. It's clean. Yeah, it's yeah. just a yeah. clean super clean high, man. You just feel good. You know, you 
just fucking like almost fuck. like an energy booster. Like yeah, is bro, what I've like, experienced with like dude, and with everything like tastes better too. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm like this shit ain't hitting me the way I thought it was, bro. <laughs> Every fucking where we had to go in L.A. was a 45-minute drive to an hour. So we'd be like, well, fuck it, man. I wanted to sit in this car and <laughs> yeah, fuck up traffic. Bro. I might as well be in a good mood, man. So we'd yeah, kind of blaze out. Nah, yeah, dude. I, I've got, well, I'm, I'm from California, so I would go visit every time. And um, one of these last times that I went to go visit, I was in Oakland for a couple of days. with my And my uncle lives there. And we went to a, you know, to a smoke shop, got stuff, and we, we, we went to the park. And, dude... A whole bunch of different people mm-hmm. at a park, just chilling, relaxing, fucking people doing their own thing. Not fucking with anybody. Smoking, yeah. Everyone yeah. smoking, everyone just having a good time in a park, sitting on the grass, blankets, food, people playing music over here, people yeah, skateboarding over here. For and real. And just there watching the view, dude. Just me and my uncle were just there chilling. I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, man. man. Like if, if everybody in the White House was required to smoke a fat one before they went into work, we'd be living in a better economy, <laughs> oh, a better dude, place. For real. It's, dude, food it's would those be better. old people like, in power. Like, both, yes. it's like that. Crazy Bone says, he's like, <laughs> If everybody smoked the blunt, relieve the man, the world could be a better, better place. place. That's right. That's no bullshit. Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. That's no bullshit, bro. That that that's True. straight facts and wisdom right there, dude. Oh, yeah. it's true, and bro. it's like when I I was singing that shit when I didn't smoke, and then once I started, I was like, okay, <laughs> you're oh, right. Oh, he's not singing. He's <laughs> preaching. <laughs> that motherfucker's preaching this some knowledge. Music, yeah, mom. <laughs> you were wrong, mom. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think uh, when we were in LA, we smoked out before we went to Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Oh, and dude, I, he had never food. had pecking duck. I'd never had it. I've been wanting it forever. You have a pecking duck? Oh, I've seen it. Duck, You've seen it in movies, man. The yeah, ones that are sure. hanging, yeah. And yeah, 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 the yeah. ducks hanging, that are hanging yeah. by the head. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, shit. man. Oh, my God, bro. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, from the pest. Dude, what was his name? Quacky. Dude, let me tell you something. That shit is fucking good. Yes. Like, it, it is as good as it looks, man. If you ever saw it and thought, man, I bet you that tastes good, it fucking does. <laughs> Dude, it, it ain't it, no bullshit. It, it, yeah, we ordered a fuckload of food, yeah. but the pecking duck was, like, the the main thing. Like, if, if I had one meal at the end of my life, it would, be it would that. probably be that. Yeah. That's how Damn. good it was, it. Oh Jews, my God! Did, I had they, duck at where PF Chang's. No, nah, you'll never have. Nah. You'll never have. Let me tell you something. Like duck was only meant to be eating, eaten, eaten like that, like that. They yeah, they eating, take it out. They hold it by the head. They sl- they pick up oil and they slowly cook it. Like they're just bathing it, man, basting and it over for hours and, over and hours and, and hours, and finally it gets to the crispiness and and fully cooked, and then they just hang it on that thing and let all the juices <sighs> kind of run onto it, and just it's fucking crazy good. It, Crazy it, good. Yeah, it should be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> good luck finding one around here, man. Yeah. No, no, it's gonna be a you, chicken. You bro. get someone. <laughs> it's un pato. You get someone to tell you. Yeah, I have one of those right here. It's from that lake over there. My that's a flamingo <laughs> dog. Guy. That's a flamingo. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I highly recommend that shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, Chinatown that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. I don't even want to talk about food. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hungry, dude. Yeah, me fucking too. Nah, man. But uh, when's when's the next showing? The next showing is the the twentieth at Cinemark Bistro. If, um, yeah. Where can people? Just in case there are tickets still left, when people hear this, where can they get tickets? I'll send at? you the link because okay. they they haven't announced it yet. So all right. I'll share all that information with you, and sure. you can send It'll it. It'll probably out there. be on the film festival website. I don't yeah. Know, International South Texas International South Texas Film International Festival. International film okay, festival. Sure. If they really desperate and really want to get them they could probably find them there if there's any and well josh will give you the website
website so yeah. maybe you can have a link up yeah, mm-hmm. put cool, the link cool. up see uh, you, yeah like act fast though because that's just gonna sell out yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like pushing okay Cool, man. Yeah, man, because there's only going to be 100 tickets, bro. Yeah, we sold out 220 tickets for two showings consecutively at the beach. So I think these are going to go pretty quick. Yeah, especially I just with Josh the, the Wall. I need 10 myself. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, there's, there's only 90 tickets left, guys, because I already got 10. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of the same people that saw this, they want to see the want extra see 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That's some intense stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope, man. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Our Trying out some beers with us. I know you're not a big drinker, Dude, but, I, hey, I, but you tried you, some. You you almost convinced me, but the last <laughs> the last one the last one said nah. Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, ah, just playing. Yeah, no. Just <laughs> All right, uh, anything you guys want to plug or anything? Yeah, we actually just started a new company called Studio Forty Two Forty, and we're we're trying to. Uh, we're not trying. We're going to. We're we're positioning ourselves to be like a podcast hub, for one. But then we're going to start pushing ourselves to Web three content. So like metaverse, uh, crypto oh, stuff okay. like going that. Into more yeah, into that, we're that world. we're going to go into that world. We're already invested in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, pretty much balls deep. So yeah, yeah. Man, I think that's you know that's it's going to be one of those next big things. It's here, man, and it's only going to get uh, deeper and and better so we want to become uh, some of the people that maybe the local folks from the rgv will turn oh, to and anywhere look to yeah really? from anywhere really um for you know for just you know gained knowledge or or, or maybe yeah. even some help in, in what they do in the future in regards to that kind of stuff that's awesome dude. so that's studio awesome. 4240 um you know for people who want to start their own podcast or start creating content they'll be able to do so at our studio and and you know and maybe come in as guests and stuff so look out for that do it fast because we're going to transition fast yeah. to yeah. web three <laughs> i think your phone is connected oh my bad so yeah so that that's our plan uh we we have a lot of plans for 2022 we've already laid the groundwork in 2021 so uh we're gonna go full out yeah yeah so look out for us we'll be there that's awesome man you know thanks a lot and uh i look on forward to seeing that film man great and uh, either if i'm able to get a ticket uh, <laughs> i'll get one and if not was you know netflix or any of those Dude, yeah man and, and <laughs> after you see it you can have us back and we'll go over you know everything and you yeah, can talk to sure, us man. about what it, it is you saw be awesome dude be awesome absolutely well, bro, thanks for having us man this was yeah, great man. this is about guys appreciate and, uh, it. to end this episode um uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up with uh my newest single off that new project that i was telling you all about oh, nice. And uh, the song's called Para Mi by me and Spooky Booky, guys. Yeah, man. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers, guys. <laughs>